לקוטי שיחס שבועס חלק כ"ג שיחה א' In the laws of Tfilin, Mezuzah, and Sefer Torah, the Rambam, Maimonides, teaches, Mitzvah sasei al kol ish v'ish mi'esrol, lichtev Sefer Torah l'atzmai, sh'ne'emar kisvu l'chemes ha'shira ha'zais. It's a positive commandment for every individual person to write a Torah scroll, as it says in the Torah portion of Vayelech, and now transcribe this song, as though to indicate that that one should write a Torah containing this song, but one doesn't write a partial Torah. The Rambam continues, even if a person's ancestors left him a Torah scroll, it is a mitzvah to write one himself. If a person writes the scroll by hand, it's considered as if he received it on Mount Sinai. If he does not know how to write himself, he should have others write for him. And anyone who checks even a single letter of a Torah scroll is considered as if he wrote the entire scroll. The question must be asked, since writing a Torah is a positive commandment incumbent upon every Jew, why don't we see everyone making an effort to fulfill this mitzvah of writing a Sefer Torah and fulfilling this commandment fully? Though we can suggest that if one can hire a really proficient scribe who would write more beautifully than he himself could, one should indeed forego the greatness of writing a scroll on one's own when it would be considered as though he received it from Sinai and hire that proficient scribe to write one for him so that the result is a beautifully written scroll and thereby fulfilling the words in Torah in the portion of B'Shalach this is my God and I will glorify him via the beautification of mitzvahs. In fact, in his book to us, Shor, authored in the 16th century on the laws of slaughter, Rabbi Alexander Sender Shor explains that the reason for the law that it is better that one fulfill a mitzvah on his own rather than through a messenger is because when one uses a messenger, it may appear as though he has no desire to trouble himself to do the mitzvah, which means that it's dishonorable to the mitzvah. The exception is, however, when a messenger is used to enhance the honor of a mitzvah, then it is not considered better for one to do this on their own. From his explanation, it turns out that in our discussion of writing a Torah, or beautifying the mitzvah would happen best through a proficient and talented sefer, there's no law that the mitzvah is better done by oneself. But this answer mostly doesn't explain the question we have about why we don't put in the effort to write a Torah scroll, not even through another, not even by checking a single letter, making it suitable and kosher for use, which would be considered as writing the entire thing. It does seem simply as the Rosh teaches this custom was an obligation for earlier generations when each person wrote and studied from their own scroll. Today, when a Torah scroll is written, it's given to and placed in a synagogue for the use of a community. The essence of this mitzvah is so that one can learn and one's children can learn. And it's therefore a mitzvah to commission the writing of the five books of Torah, the Mishnah and Gemara, books of commentary, so that we know the mitzvahs and the laws correctly 
In fact, according to various poskim, various sages who determine halacha, the writing of these books is more important vis-a-vis the writing of a Sefer Torah. But this, too, is not a sufficient reason, because this entire discussion in the Shulchan Aruch and the opinion of the Rosh is all in reference to writing, the mitzvah to write. There's no evidence that, in fact, there is effort made to write these books or to hire others who will write them, or at the very least, check a book that one paid to have written in order to fulfill this mitzvah, that each and every individual Jewish man fulfill the mitzvah of writing a Torah scroll. And while it's true that in our times, books are printed, not written, and we all purchase printed books, even if we were to determine that the word to write to te- used to teach us this halacha in the writings of the Rosh and in the Code of Jewish Law, in the Shulchan Aruch, it would incorporate printing of books, because these holy books are no longer written, they are printed, we cannot consider purchasing books like the hiring of a sofer, of a scribe to write a Torah, particularly as the printing presses will hire random non-Jews to do their work as well. But there's more than that to consider, and this is the main point. The Ramah determines in regard to one who purchases a Torah scroll from a scribe, and it has errors, but he did not proofread it at all, that it is like abducting a mitzvah in the market. And it's not the fulfillment of this mitzvah of writing a Torah scroll. So with this in mind, how does one fulfill the mitzvah of writing the five books of Torah, the Mishnah, the Gemara, through the purchase of a printed book, which one doesn't even peruse for errors. So we might think, well, maybe this is simply a difference of opinion between Maimonides, the Rambam, and the Rosh, and the actual halacha stated in the Shulchan Aruch. According to Maimonides, the mitzvah is to write a Sefer Torah. Therefore, this obligates a person's fulfillment through the action of writing the Sefer Torah. Or, if a person doesn't know how to write a Torah, then he should let another do so for him. And if one checks the written Torah scroll, even a single letter, it is considered as though he wrote the entire thing. And this would mean that one who purchases a Torah scroll has not fulfilled this mitzvah. However, according to the opinion of the Rosh and the Halacha as determined in the Shulchan Aruch, the mitzvah of writing a Sefer Torah is in order to facilitate one's study of Torah. Therefore, what is needed is actually the books from which to study. But this doesn't require that one write them or, in fact, check them. But when we look closely at the Rosh, we have indication that it's not about this difference we just mentioned. The Rosh says that so it was in earlier generations where a scroll was written in order to study it. And he states this in continuation to the words and the opinion of the Rambam of Maimonides, which he quotes. So it's understood that the Rosh isn't looking to reveal some new instruction in the mitzvah of writing a Torah scroll, which would be different to Maimonides, but only to highlight how the time is different in regards to what must be written, pointing out that now the five books of Moshe and the Mishnah and Gemara and the commentaries 
must be written and studied by a person and by their offspring. In fact, these two opinions of the Rambam, of Maimonides and the Rosh, need further clarification. Whether one is actually fulfilling the mitzvah of writing a Torah scroll by purchasing it, or, as the Ramah teaches, and as the opinion of Maimonides in his writings of Mishnah Torah, that one has not fulfilled the mitzvah this way just by purchasing it and not even checking it. But to understand this, we must first gain clarity, read the opinion of the Rosh and the t- determination in the Shulchan Aruch, the Code of Jewish Law. How does a positive mitzvah in the Torah change from era to era to the extent that our sages can say that the mitzvah now is not as it is expressly commanded in Torah? And though the Rosh explains that the mitzvah of writing a Torah is to learn from it, that is seemingly just an explanation for the ultimate purpose of the mitzvah. But the action, the actual mitzvah in Torah, is kisvulachem es hashira hazais, a mitzvah to write a Sefer Torah. We could explain that because immediately after this mitzvah stated in the Torah, the verse continues and says that the importance of this lies in the lamdas b'nei Yisrael, sima b'fihem, teach it to the nation of Israel and place it in their mouths. Indeed, the entire remainder of that Torah portion speaks of how the Torah should be in our mouths and remain with us forever, even when we provoke God and violate his covenant. Hence, the Rosh extrapolates that the commandment to write a Torah is not the essence of the commandment, but only an individual detail of the intention. Similarly, in the portion of the Eschanan, when the Torah instructs regarding the mitzvah of mezuzah, and the Torah states, write upon the doorposts of your homes and gates. But the mitzvah is performed by placing the mezuzah, and the mitzvah is not fulfilled just with the writing of a mezuzah. The category of the mitzvah is the mitzvah of learning Torah, and beyond that even we learn that the study of Torah alone is equal to all other mitzvahs combined. And in this mitzvah of knowing all the laws with great clarity and the ability to answer a question with great alacrity, which is an obligation in the Torah itself, there is already the fulfillment of teach it to them and place it in their mouths. So, the portion of Ayelech must be talking about a specifically unique positive commandment which is to perform the action, the writing, to own a written Sefer Torah, and to study from that very Torah scroll. Perhaps because studying in this way enhances one's experience of study, making it smoother and deeper, as the letters in a Torah scroll are oisios machkimais, letters written which increase understanding. And as we are taught in the Talmud, one who studies from a text will not too quickly forget his learning, as he can return to it over and over again. But when this mitzvah was given, it was about writing a Torah so that one could study the written Torah, and only the written Torah could be written down at the time, as the oral Torah was yet prohibited from being recorded in writing. The prohibition was like a passageway that would not be accessible because of a crouching lion available but not accessible, and the oral Torah could not be written down.
This idea actually brings up a side issue to consider, not connected to the instruction to teach it to the nation and place it in their mouths, but the issue of the laws of how a written scroll becomes a holy Torah scroll. A safer Torah must be scored and drafted to indicate where the letters will be placed. The hide must be prepared for the express holy use of writing a Torah. The writing must be for the sake of God. The letters must be written using the holy language and in the Ksav Ashuri format of the contemporary writing of Hebrew letters, among other laws involved. So writing a Torah scroll, in, scroll includes these specifications and laws. But our times call for the teaching of all Torah, including the oral Torah, lest, as the prophets say, be it be forgotten and voided from our lips. And we must study so that we know the explanation of the mitzvahs and the laws very well. And we don't do this studying from a Sefer Torah, but from the other holy books we have, like the five books of the Torah, the Mishnah, the Gemara, and the commentaries on the Gemara. And these we are obligated to write. But these books do not have the scoring or the other requirements in the writing of a Sefer Torah. And it's sufficient to fulfill the requirement of teach it and place it in their mouths through facilitating the writing of these books. This is like the example of learning a primary point of an idea, in this case to teach and it should be placed upon their lips, but not all the, the details of writing a Sefer Torah are carried over. Here's an example for this. The obligation of rejoicing on a festival which took place in temple times by bringing festive sacrifices, is fulfilled today, according to many opinions, as a Torah precept, by eating meat on Yom Tov, as there is no joy other than through consuming meat. Of course, we understand that eating meat today on a festival does not have the aspects of how we may eat the Shlomim sacrifice, which was brought in joy on the festivals, eaten in purity, and only in Jerusalem. The details of this offering in the temple were relevant to the festive sacrificial experience. The joy connected to eating meat, however, a detail only of this mitzvah, is reflected in and celebrated in our mitzvah to be joyous on Yom Tov. So too in our discussion, and it's expressed thusly in the Mishnah in the tractate of Shabbos, not for this purpose, were we so instructed? All the laws about writing a Sefer Torah are due to the holiness of the Sefer Torah itself, not due to the or about the obligation and the commandment of write for yourself this song, the intention of which is to facilitate study and place it in our mouths. Thus we understand that the rush as well is of the opinion that the construct of this mitzvah has not changed at all. As for the remaining issue that we see that people don't put in the effort to have these books written, we have them printed, depending on someone else to be our messenger to fulfill this mitzvah, and yes, it's considered one's mitzvah more than the messengers, can be understood according to what we learn in regards to a Sefer Torah as discussed earlier, that the publisher will do the job better than I will. 
Accordingly, as from two things there can be details inferred, inferred from one for the other, the writing in earlier days was to fulfill the mitzvah of study, and the printing of books today is to fulfill the same mitzvah. And details that are not derived from one to the other of the details of how a Torah scroll should be written, which does not apply to printed books. We can explain and extrapolate this to several things, like prayer, which was established to replace the daily sacrifices. Yet, we make no specific effort that a coin be present in a shul in a congregation during prayer. And perhaps this is because of the times when Kohanim may or may not have been needed. Bringing sacrifices before the temple stood did not require the participation of the Kohen. So yes, sacrifices are replaced by prayer, and yet not every detail applies. But the time for the prayers must be in the same time that the daily sacrifices took place. The time significance of a sacrifice was that if brought late, it would be considered null. Another example would be the night of Pesach at the Seder. The custom in our communities and countries is to be careful not to eat roasted meat on the night of Pesach, so that none say this is the Paschal sacrifice. Yet, we take a roasted shank bone or neck, roasted on fire, commemorating the roasted sacrifice, because Eating the Paschal sacrifice on Passover was essentially about the involved details as to how and where and when it was eaten and by who. We have the roast Israel only as a symbol and not to eat. Another example might be when two sages have a difference of opinion. It's in the details over which they are divided and they have different halachic outcomes. Otherwise, of course, the Mishnah would state that these sages and these sages are of a certain opinion and not divide them by in, in introducing the concept that they opine on. And there are other such examples. Accordingly, we must say that when the Ramah determines that one who has purchased a Sefer Torah and did nothing to check or repair it, it's like someone grabbing something from the market and the mitzvah is not fulfilled. To fulfill the mitzvah, one must hire a Sefer to write a Torah scroll for him or purchase a Torah and have a safer check and repair it. Unlike Rashi's opinion, which is that purchasing a safer Torah is the fulfillment of the mitzvah. But this opinion is only in regards to writing a Torah scroll and its unique writing laws, insofar as the five books of the Torah and the Mishnah, the Gemara and its commentary, which in our time provide us with what we need to know, which is the fulfillment of write for yourselves a Torah, according to the Rush as well. We can fulfill this by purchasing holy books and studying them. To better understand, all opinions are in agreement that the mitzvah of writing for yourself a Torah is a category within Kabbalah's Torah, receiving the Torah, which depends on one's active engagement in taking and receiving the Torah and studying from it. The question is only to what extent is the personal engagement necessary in the product itself. In earlier times, one needed to write a Sefer Torah in order to fulfill the mitzvah of and now write for yourselves this song. And thus the writing had to be with the pure intention of writing a Torah. And the parchment had to be scored for the writing, as well as the other important conditions of writing a Torah scroll. This made the object itself of the Sefer Torah bound up with all the details of the mitzvah, 
to write as Hashira Zais, write this song, but all of these details are about the Sefer Torah itself and not about the mitzvah of having text from which to study. This then explains the two opinions mentioned earlier regarding the fulfillment of the mitzvah to write your own Torah when it's an actual Torah scroll. The opinion of the Rambam, Maimonides, and the Ramah is that since this mitzvah is bound up with the holiness of writing a Sefer Torah, it must be done with all its details required in writing a Sefer Torah. The action is not a detail in the writing a Sefer Torah. It is of the very essence of the mitzvah of writing a Torah for oneself. And so when one fulfills the mitzvah that is incumbent upon him by writing a Sefer Torah or correcting one that is flawed, he accomplishes the fulfillment of the mitzvah to write for yourselves. Without this action of checking for a flaw or checking the Torah, he would not have fulfilled the mitzvah. On the other hand, according to Rashi, the holiness of the Sefer Torah is not part of the mitzvah of write for yourselves. The details and conditions in writing a Torah scroll are only to affect and confer holiness. So if holiness already exists, it's sufficient to purchase that Torah scroll. And accordingly, we understand that in these generations, the mitzvah to write the five books of the Torah, the Mishnah, the Talmud and its commentaries, even according to the opinion of the Ramah, doesn't mean that one must personally write, nor must he commission someone or even repair or check a purchase book because these have no requirement to be handwritten. They can be made by machine, printed. As long as it is in writing, one can fulfill in wholeness to learn it and to place it in their mouths. The language of the Rosh and in the Shulchan Aruch, the Code of Jewish Law, that these must be written is sourced in the mitzvah to write a Sefer Torah. But it is learned as one teaching from another, derived from there, but not with all the details of writing a Sefer Torah. Now we can understand the way that the mitzvah, Kisvu Hashira Hazais, write for yourselves this song, is fulfilled in our times. Like in the mitzvah of studying Torah, one does not study today every aspect of every mitzvah with all the laws and only then begin to delve into it. Likewise, when it's about writing the words of this song, what it means today is not that one is obligated to actually write or even purchase all the books, the five books of the Torah, the Mishnah, the Gemara, and all its commentary, and then he has fulfilled the mitzvah. There's a vast library of books that are commentary on all areas of Torah, and not everyone owns all of them. Thus, the Gemara teaches that one who writes the Torah scroll is considered to have received it at Sinai. And Maimonides quotes this in his Book of Law because this is the category of the mitzvah, and now write for yourself, where one's own involvement is a Sinai-like experience. This involvement is when one prepares and writes a Torah scroll or purchases this farm with his own money that teach and elucidate Jewish law and then learns from them. In the earlier generations, this mitzvah was literally fulfilled by writing a Torah, which, if one wrote on his own, his receiving the Torah is in a state of wholeness. And it's like receiving the Torah for the first time. It's what brought him to studying and observing the mitzvahs. And in all latter generations, there is an aspect of this in every place and in every time when a Jew purchases a Torah book and studies it. All of this tells us how important it is 
for a Jew to put in the effort to have Jewish books in his home. Of course, best yet, is a house full of Jewish books, but at the very least, the foundational books, a Siddur, a prayer book, the Tanakh, the Torah, the Prophets, and the Scriptures, the books of the Mishnah, and books that elucidate Jewish law, not just to own them, but to study them. They should be placed in his mouth forever. And along these lines, we can also add that the mitzvah of writing a Sefer Torah, which we learn from the verse that teaches, and now write for yourselves this song, is, as we said, regarding the Torah in its entirety. Everything that is contained in the written Torah, all of the oral Torah too, all of it was given to Moshe at Sinai, the Mishnah, the stories of the Talmud, everything, and everything that a Torah student would one day innovate in his learning. The same is true in the mitzvah of writing a Sefer Torah for an individual. The one who writes a Sefer Torah, says the Gemara, is considered to have been received by him at Sinai. We might look at this and say, but doesn't this mean a reward for writing the Torah? That he put the effort into this mitzvah, just as one who put the effort in crossing the desert to receive the Torah at Sinai. But the Rambam, Maimonides, who brings this in his book of law, as a law, alongside the mitzvah itself, says, and if he wrote it by his hand, it is though he re- as though he received it at Sinai, which tells us that this is a reward. This is also a reason for this mitzvah of writing a Sefer Torah. And we can add, is just as one who teaches his friend's son Torah is considered as though he had borne him. Vihi Ratzin, may it be Hashem's will, that soon, Mamash, our eyes will behold the coming of Mashiach, and he will write a Sefer Torah and fulfill the king's mitzvah of writing a Torah that will always be with him, and from this Torah he will teach. This will then reveal God's dominion over the world, and God will be revealed on that day as king over the entire land, and he will be one, and his name will be one.